Today we have a hand featuring two of my favorite poker video bloggers. We have Rampage Poker filming the content, getting in there battling, and he is facing off against Mariano. Good, strong, loose, aggressive, crusher. Let's get right to the action. As the session is winding down, we enter the last hand, last significant hand of the night, and it's just complete fireworks. So let's get into it. I pick up Pocket Jacks once again. You know how well Pocket Jacks did last time. I'm on the button with the $50 shuttle on, and the low jack raises to $150. I decide to 3-bet him in position to 500 and guess what? Our good old friend Mariano, once again, he decides to 4-bet to $2,000. Worth noting... Rampage is in position, and Mariano, cold four bet. Now, look, I know Mariano gets in there and he battles. I don't know if he's insane when it comes to cold four betting out of position, but I gotta presume he's gonna playing good, strong, reasonable poker. So let's keep that in mind going forward. Also, Mariano has something like 40 something thousand dollars in front of him. So we're playing super duper deep stacked. Action folds to me. This is a pretty damn big four bet, but we're also playing extremely, extremely deep stacked against him. He's got about 40,000 in front of him. I have more. And last time I played pocket jacks, it didn't go great, but this time I'm in position. So why not just battle again? You definitely have to call with all pairs in your range in this scenario because you have to put in 1,500 to try to win 4,000 and change, plus you have gigantic implied odds. If you happen to make a set, you're highly likely to get paid from in position against a loose aggressive player. And you know, every once in a while, even an overpair is pretty good. So let's spend the wheel and try to flop a set. We're going to go to a flop when I make the call of 10-6 deuce. Pretty dry, disconnected, and an overall safe flop for pocket jacks. But you know Mariano, he doesn't care. He decides to put in a bet of $1,200. For 1200 as played with jacks with my overpair, nothing to do besides make the call and see a turn. It is worth noting, as your opponent bets smaller and smaller, you should be more inclined to raise with your hands that are almost always good but vulnerable. Now, this is a difficult spot because Mariano could easily have aces, kings, queens, and tens, right? And for all I know, maybe he gets well out of line with pocket sixes sometimes. Who knows? So this is not a spot to raise, but if perhaps we were out of position and perhaps if he bet a little bit smaller, maybe you do want to go ahead and put in a raise with this hand that is almost always good, but super duper vulnerable. But in this spot, in position, for 1200, calling is definitely the right play. Turn comes the three of diamonds. It's a complete brick. It's not even notable to say four or five is a straight here. So, you know, whatever. Whatever. Anyways, he decides <laughs> to fire out again, but this time he decides to bet big. And when I mean big, it's $8,500. About 120% pot bets. All right. Assuming Mariano's good, what should he have in this scenario? I think most people in this spot, when they overbet, are usually going to have aces, kings, queens, or a draw. Now, the question becomes, how many draws are actually in your opponent's range? Are they going to have hands like ace-5 and ace-4 suited? Those are very logical draws to bet because they have a bunch of clean outs, right? Will they bet stuff like king-queen? Some people will, some people won't. Will they bet ace-queen? Some people will, some people won't. Typically, people will bet hands like king-queen, but not ace-queen and ace-king all that often because those hands can somewhat reasonably check and try to see a showdown and win some portion of the time. But as your opponent is more loose and more aggressive and more battly, they're going to be tilted more and more and more towards bluffs. Because you have to realize, in terms of actual value hands in the opponent's range, they only have six combinations of aces, kings, and queens, and then only three of pocket tens, which they may not even overbet. Although, 
on this board, some people will just overbet with a hand like Sess and just try to load the money in. So that is what? 21 combinations of nut hands, right? Or at least hands that beat us. Now you want to ask, how many bluffs are logical? Well, if they take every king, queen, and bluff it, that's 16 combinations of hands right there. And we're getting pot odds, so we only need to win something like 35-ish or 38-ish percent of the time. And if they have only king-queen, we're in great shape because they have an appropriate amount of bluffs such that we can continue. What if they bluff with ace-five suited and ace-four suited? Well, add eight more, right? What if they happen to bet with ace-queen? What if they're a little bit loose and aggressive and they have ace-nine offsuit for fun, right? So this is a spot where when we lose to relatively few value combinations, and there are a lot of bluffs available, even facing the overbet, we just cannot fold, assuming your opponent will overbet with a large chunk of bluffs. If your opponent will only overbet with the nuts, well, then this starts to become kind of close to a fold, because what are the nuts here? It's basically hands that beat us, except for ace-10. And against that range, we have to be way more cautious. But given Mariano gets in there and he is not willing to battle, we absolutely cannot fold. I would say that's sizable. Already feeling pretty unhappy and uncomfortable with the situation. He's obviously very capable of having lots of bluffs here, but also he's very capable of having all of the hands that beat us, like queens, kings, aces, all very likely, as he did cold four bet us out of position. So, yeah, not feeling comfortable, but... I know he's capable of making big bluffs. I just have to pray and hold here. So I make the call for 8,500, which may or may not be incorrect in hindsight, but here we are to the river. Also worth noting, some people just rip it all in for another 20-something thousand in this spot, thinking, well, I probably have the best hand and I don't want to get outdrawn. But that would be a blunder, because whenever you jam here, what's going to call you? Well, all the hands that beat you, and you're almost dead against all the hands that beat you, and all the hands that are going to fold are drawing relatively thin. So. On the turn, calling is by far the only play that makes sense. Unless your opponent's a super net, in which case you can fold. That would be disrespectful to call Mariano a super net, though. And it is a board pairing three. Nice, River. And you know uh, what makes me more uncomfortable than an $8,500 bet? It's him announcing all in. Yeah. That's not a small all-in at that. I ask for a count, and I am once again in a miserable spot against Mariano with these pocket jacks. What the hell is going on? The dealer counts it out, and the total amount is $29,055. All right. Facing a $29,055 all-in, something like 1.4x pot. I want you to take a second and think about what you would do in this scenario. Be honest. I want you to write in the comment section below, not if you would call or fold with jacks, but I want to know what is the worst hand you would call with in this scenario. Maybe it's better than jacks, maybe it's worse than jacks. I don't know. You tell me. Take a second and think about it and write what you would do in the comment section below. I think in this situation, Jax is going to be a reasonable call if you think your opponent is actually loose and aggressive and will bluff with hands like king-queen, queen-jack, ace-five, and ace-four, because there are just lots and lots and lots of combinations of those, and there's relatively few combinations of value hands. Simple as that. Um, would I call with a 10? The problem is a 10 now loses to Jax as well. You may ask, would the opponent actually play a hand like queens or jacks this way? And I think they probably would if they're loose, aggressive, and badly. I don't know why they wouldn't. So, if your opponent is willing to play those hands in this manner, I, I think Jax is definitely going to be a call. If you think Jax is close, 
worth noting, you would rather not have a club in your hand. Because when you have a club in your hand, you block some logical bluffs, like ace jack of clubs, king jack of clubs, queen jack of clubs, jack nine of clubs, jack eight of clubs, right? And the fact that you block those is actually bad, because that takes away some of the potential bluffs your opponent could have. So if you come to the conclusion that jacks is borderline, you would rather fold this one and call when you do not have the club. If you come to the realization that, like, king 10 is the break-even hand, or ace-10 is a break-even hand. You'd rather call without the ace of clubs or the king of clubs. So in this scenario, if it is close, maybe it's tilted towards a fold, but I don't think you can fold jacks in this spot, especially if your opponent may even go for really thin value with a hand like ace-10, which might be too thin. Um, and also if your opponent will use a lot of logical bluffs. Also note, 8-7 missed, 9-7 missed, 9-8 missed, right? Maybe he's putting in the cold format with those, which is actually not that bad of a strategy playing super deep. So given there's just loads and loads and loads of logical bluffs, I think we have a pretty reasonable call. Let's see what Rampage does. <sighs> what to do, what to do. I cover him, so all of that amount is in there. That is all in play. And if I call, I would, you know, 29,000 is up for grabs, essentially. All the things are going through my mind are that he's only repping aces and maybe kings here in this spot of course he can have queens that goes for really thin value but with this line he's mainly just repping aces and that's almost it and if definitely worth noting i do think if your opponent is capable of bluffing stuff like king queen and nine eight they have to be capable of value betting kind of thin as well otherwise your life's just super easy and you have easy calls all the time right so you'll find that most good players as they bluff wider and wider they also value bet wider and wider which when your hand beats some of their potential value bets, like ace-10, you just cannot get away with folding hands like jacks at that point. Of course, aces, kings, and queens beat me. Well, what I'm also thinking about is that, like I said, Mariano's a strong player, so he's very capable of having tons of bluffs. He could be doing this with, let's count, ace-king, ace-queen. Worth noting, some people do not bluff ace-king and ace-queen on the turn. They just check it and then give up. But some people will bluff those. But typically, people start bluffing their worst over cards first, like queen-jack and king-jack. Obviously, we block those. And then they do king-queen, and then they would do ace-jack, and then they do ace-queen. So you're not necessarily going to have everyone bluffing those hands every time. King-queen missed club draws that probably wouldn't want to barrel this big in the turn, so that's discounted. I think Mariano's also a savage enough to maybe turn a 10x holding into a bluff, knowing that his top pair isn't good and he blocks some sets. That would be quite savage. <sighs> I, I don't know, but... By the way, which hand is best to turn into a bluff here if you had a 10? What kicker do you want to have with the 10? Not that you would have it. <laughs> In this spot, you'd rather have the 10-2 because 10-2 blocks full houses from Rampage's range. Be pretty nice to have the 10-2, huh? And that, that probably would actually be a pretty good bluff. 6-2 would definitely be a bluff, because it blocks those two sets. Uh, I think about this for a while, and I think I'm pretty indifferent whether I want to call or not. And when I'm feeling this way, and against a very capable opponent, I always just lean towards a call, so... That's actually a pretty good thing to do. I know a lot of people in most games, if they don't know what to do in spots like this, they just err towards folding. And that's what you should do against most weak, tight, straightforward players who just don't bluff and who especially do not overbet on the turn and the river as a bluff. But as your opponent is stronger, more creative, more badly, you should be 
erring towards calling, if anything. Another thing to consider here is that if you do actually think a hand like Jax is close, consider your two cards, right? And right, right here, you don't want to have the club. So if you do have the club, you should err towards folding if you do actually think it's close to break even with a hand specifically like Jax, because now there's fewer combinations of bluffs available. You know, if I call it an $80,000 pod, and that would be good content. Maybe not good for my wallet, but it's what I do. It's going to be an insane freaking pot regardless, so I toss in the call. You think he's good? We'll see. Hopefully, show me something that loses to Jax. He has ace-queen offsuit! Oh my god, I win a monster pot! Holy it stings a little bit, obviously winning such an outrageously big pot against a close friend of mine, but well played by Mariano, let's be honest here. Uh, he's the only person that's really capable of pulling off these insane bluffs, and the issue is that the time that he's going to have it, he's going to get paid a lot because of lines and hands like this. That's for sure. Whenever your opponent is loose, aggressive, and battling, and they make a good hand... They get paid a ton, and when they have nothing and you are willing to call down, uh, well, they're probably going to lose a ton. Fun hand. Thanks to both of these epic video bloggers, Rampage and Mariano, for making this content and letting me use it. That's going to be it for today. If you enjoyed today's video, click the like and subscribe button below. Also, click the notification bell. Also, check out those two video bloggers' channels. We'll have links below to their content as well. Good luck in your games. Have fun. And when you hero call, I hope you win.